guys. Welcome to Happy Hour. I'm May May. This is Cousin P. And <laughs> this is harder than it, than you think. <laughs> is it harder? Are you or you? Were, mm. This is funny. Well, you know, like she said, it's the Happy Hour. I'm Cousin P. That's May May. Um, no, and... we have to we have to redo this. This can't be our opening. Oh, this is it, Megan. This is the opening right here. This is it. Well, at least you messed up first. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, we authentic. We we God, really smoke. You know, we not keeping. You know, we not doing takes. We being real. Real. I'm sorry. Whatever. God. Okay. Swear okay. To uh, anyways. Hi guys. Welcome to our show. Yep. And thank you for once again watching and listening and listening for sure. Yes. Uh, make sure you comment, like, subscribe, do all that nonsense, or else you won't win a hundred dollars. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Yes. Uh, for anyone listening, make sure you leave a fucking review. <laughs> and um, You're taking my quota for cuss words away. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of on one right now. You are. We, we, had, a really, we had a good episode um, before on, on Shit Talk. So you you're, still feel, you're still in that mode, huh? That well, Shit Talk mode? We, we just had a lot of shots. So that's why the <laughs> table's empty right now. Because um, he's not drinking, and I don't really feel good, so it's a no drinking there we go. tonight. That so there's that. That wouldn't be responsible of me to to drink more. So it's a dry bar tonight. They cut off exactly. Bartender it, cut him off exactly. So bartender, what are we drinking tonight? You're drinking the air that you're surrounded by. Drink it all in. Too <laughs> <laughs> all smoky drink right it now. Yeah, I know. Oh my God, I'm getting. Um, yeah, if you can tell, we we got a uh, fog machine here at the happy hour uh, now. One. So you know that's why we got light rays and shit. You we know, got we some ambiance. We turning this from a bar theme to club theme. You know what I'm saying? Going to the actual. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, let's go ahead and hop in to last week's menus. Review the menu. So, bartender, what was on the menu from last week? It was. Is it wrong to expose your ex on social media in the act of cheating? Okay. So go ahead and, and speak your piece. Make okay. your case as why you believe. Because so your stance is, you know, you were okay with exposing your yeah. ex if he cheated. And what I mean by exposing, you know, really what the, what the topic was about was a whole ass video on social media Catching your ex in the act of cheating and throwing that, you know, on Facebook Live and all that shit. You were cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. Okay. Wow. I'm totally cool with that. Let's talk Miss about Petty it. over here. I'm fine with it. I don't know. I feel like if you make your bed, you need to lie in it. I mean, at the end of the day, you make a decision that you know is not okay. You got to deal with the consequences. Mm -hmm. I have been in positions where I have done stuff that's not been okay. And I have definitely dealt with my consequences. And I've also gotten my karma. So, how'd you get your karma? Because in my second relationship, I got cheated on. Okay, I, I've no, I, I never cheated. Um, technically, we never cheated because we weren't together. Me and my first boyfriend, we were on a break. Mm, and, dangerous break. And I explored the reclusive, break. and he considered that cheating. Uh -huh. And I got my karma. I got my karma for it. I mean, I don't consider it cheating, but I know some people do. Okay. Ooh, that's interesting. That's a good topic. That's interesting. Okay. So you didn't consider it cheating. But he, he did. did. Mm -hmm. But you don't feel like you did anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe you didn't communicate or set clear expectations. Maybe. But you didn't think that you did anything wrong, but you still believe that there was karma to pay for it. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's interesting. And and if you want me to be honest, I don't believe in karma, but of course that's, not. I don't. I don't believe in just. I, I I don't. There's not some fucking power out there that's trying to punish you. It's just called life. Life fucking happens. There's bad shit that will happen to you for no fucking reason, and there'll be good shit that happens to you even if you don't deserve it. This is what it is. Um, but tell me why you believe. Because karma is something that you deserve, right? Yeah, good okay. or bad. Tell me why you think you deserved that karma. Because I ended up hurting him really bad in that situation. I mean, he considered it cheating just because my standard of what cheating is is different than his. I can't I can't be mad at him if he felt that way. No. And so he, I hurt him really bad. And I, I actually, I felt bad. I still don't think I did anything wrong, but I felt bad that I hurt him. Okay. So I feel like I did get my karma for that. Huh. And I was really young. I don't know if I handled it 100% correctly, looking back at it now. Have you ever been, question, have you ever been hurt by something that you look back on and were like, damn, why was I fucking tripping off that? You ever done that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very emotional. And I think with my emotions first. So there's been plenty of times where I've gotten really emotional about something and I've reacted and you definitely know what I'm talking about because I've been, definitely been like that in front of you. So I think everyone does that though, to be honest. You know, you're, I mean, you're not, you can ask my family. Yeah. I'm very, I'm, I've just, I put my emotions wholeheartedly into stuff. And so I've, I've got my feelings hurt. And then I look back at it now. I'm like, what the fuck? Like yeah. I would never do that now. I've, I've done the same thing. Um, and I think a lot of people do the same thing. Well, I think that's a part of growing. Right. So, and in those moments, I don't believe that, you know, someone should deserve some type of undoing or some type of bad event to happen to them just because my feelings are hurt, you know? Like, that's just, I don't know. Like, I I guess to me, so here's the reason why I was so against, you know, posting videos online and, and stuff. Because truthfully, I'm not the judge. You know what I mean? Like, I don't make the call for for someone's quote unquote karma. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the lesson that they're going to learn is something that they're going to learn on their own. It's not going to be for me. Even if I do retaliate, that's not going to be the lesson that needs to be taught. You know what I'm saying? Like if my ex cheats and I post a video, she's not then going to cheat less because of that video. I promise you that's not going to be the case. What, what's going to, what will get her to stop cheating or cheat less or not cheat at all or view it as wrong is her own personal growth. And that growth is not going to come from pain. That growth is going to come from understanding. That growth isn't right? going to make me feel better. So, I don't give a fuck about it's that not person. About, but that's, okay, see. And, and that's where, that's also where like I viewed it as like self-entitled and self-serving and all that stuff. Because, well, because... Like I said, it's it's not my job. It's not my job to to go and then hurt them just because they hurt me. That doesn't make me any better than them. It it we're both literally the same person in my eyes. Like at that point, you know, like we both hurt each other. So who's to say one person deserves good karma and the other person deserves bad, right? So like if you truly believe karma, posting a video online wouldn't that get you bad karma? I don't think that's bad. Okay. So I don't think exposing your ex for, for, for cheating is bad. That's like the number one rule in a relationship is you don't cheat. Is it? It should be. That should be the first rule is loyalty. Hmm. Okay. What's your, what do you think the first rule would be? 
Um, I think the first rule in any relationship. Yeah, relationship. Is romantic uh, friendship <clears throat> is to treat others how you want to be treated. The golden rule. That's that is the number one rule. Okay, for me. Maybe not for you. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know if family members who cheat on each other. But for anybody who I get into a relationship with, I'm going to treat you the same exact way that I want to be treated. If I do something wrong, do I want my shit aired out on social media for the world to judge me without knowing all the details? No. If you cheated, then you deserve to have people know. You shouldn't be doing that shit. Basic mistakes in a relationship? No. So, that shouldn't be aired down. That's not what I'm talking about. Here we go. Here's a so, and I'm not trying to lead you down this this rabbit hole, but this is where we've arrived to. Okay, so in a situation where an ex thought you cheated on him, you don't feel that you cheated, right? It was just poor communication. Truthfully, when it comes down to it, okay. Now, but in his eyes, he viewed it as one way. So imagine this. Imagine. You guys are on this break and he catches you in the act sleeping with somebody else. He views it as cheating. So in his mind, it would be right for him to record you in the act and assassinate your character by posting it all over social media. But you don't feel that you did anything wrong. But truthfully, the people who are getting the video, who are receiving that image of you cheating, because that's what he's telling everyone. They don't have all the details. That's true. So we don't know everybody's situation. And that is why it is so dangerous to just, one, enter other people's relationships and allow other people to enter your relationships, if you get what I'm saying, right? By me posting things on social media, I am opening my relationship up to other people, even though it may be at its end. I'm still opening it up for other people to now join. And the relationship is between two people. Whatever happens between me and that person is between me and that person. Now, people ask, hey, why did you and so-and-so break up? I'm, I'm going to tell the truth I'm not a liar. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to give information out unsolicitedly without providing both sides of the story. When people ask me about what happened with me and my ex, the, the mother of my kids, I always tell them we both did things wrong. I, I I never try to play it as like, like I was the victim and, and that's why things happened the way it happened. And no, nah, like I can look at my mistakes too. It's everything's a cause and effect. You know, I made her feel one way. So she acted another way because she acted that way. I acted another way. It's just, it's all give and take. Um, I just think it's, mm. it's dangerous. I also think it's, and uh, I mean, I think it's immature. That's fine. Yeah, I th- I think it's I think it's really self serving. That's all. I think um, you know the best thing to do is just leave it be, move on, better your life because I promise you that person is trying to as well. That person can go suck my dick. They if can. You cheat on me. You can go suck my dick. Yeah, and you can feel that way. You can feel that and way. And I'm gonna post it. I'm, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't give a fuck if people really know my business. It doesn't really bother me. I'm I'm open. I post my shit. I mean, I would post my shit when I was going through drama with the girls. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I just, and then, I, I'm, I don't mind being for the most part an open book. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think it should. It doesn't. I know. But I think it should. And I know like everyone wants to kind of like walk around with this like macho attitude, like I'm tough and nothing gets to me and I don't care what anybody thinks. But truthfully, everybody does to an extent. Um, and you should. You really do. Because when you look around, there are people around you. In, in places that you want to be, there are people there. In, 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 in job positions that you want to get to, there are people making those decisions. You, you care about what people think. You just don't care about certain people. And that's fine. And, and that's, that's perfectly fine. What ends up happening is when you paint a picture of yourself, everyone already has a preconceived notion about you. And it's going to make it very difficult to form new relationships without the basis of judgment already being there. You know, me and you have talked privately, and I'm not going to air it out because that's not for me to say, but where you have been judged by a friend where a friend broke off a relationship with you because of a judgment that they had about you. And I would also go to say that that judgment was already formed before your friendship was already established. No, I, 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 I can, I can, I, I don't think so from how things ended and how it was. I don't think so. Okay. Um, and that's, that's she told me what she thought about me before we were friends. And it was very highly. It wasn't. It wasn't just like we're talking about something else. I'm. I don't want to talk about this no more. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. People. People could say one thing, but actions speak so much louder than words. They. They do. Um, bartender, let's talk about the results here. All right. Drum roll, please. I tried to get you that drum roll. I promise you, it's on that SD card. I just didn't format it right. I'll have it next week for you. Well, they can imagine it one last time. All right. <laughs> imagine it in your head. We've got 28 votes for It's Okay and 53 for Not Okay. Okay. So, guys, it's 2-0. You need a comment because, I don't know, it might be 3-0 and then... Uh, there's a hundred dollar gift card that I have to give out to somebody. Feeling I want to give it out. Feeling confident over there. I want to give it out. I don't know if uh, if I can't, I might just give it to myself. I'll comment before you do. I win. You'll comment. You go mm -hmm. take my money. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a consolation prize for losing. Oh my god. You know I did comment. I commented too, giving everyone the the rules again. That's like, not how it goes. Oh my god. That's not your opinion. Bartender. Oh, watch me. Watch me. I'm going to hit every video of my opinions. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get into the main course. Now, we kind of talked about this a little bit off camera. Um, and let me let me make sure I do a really good job of prefacing this. Okay. So I was watching a video. And, you know, and, and first off, I do want to apologize because I'm about to be a hypocrite. Because I'm actually retracting something, okay? So one thing that we talk a whole lot about on this podcast is double standards, you know? And oftentimes we kind of like poke holes in them and like talk about like how they're not fair and, and things like that. Um, I think to an extent there are certain double standards that truly are not fair. 
and they are in the the way of true equality, right? Um, that shouldn't exist. We got to get rid of those double standards. But at the same time, after watching this video, there are things that we tend to, we, we you know, as a, as a, as people, we're always trying to evolve and progress things, right? And, you know, one thing that we're always trying to tear down are social constructs, right? Like we talk about gender, you know, gender is a social construct or race being a social construct. And we try to tear it down and make it like, hey, you know, it, we're just people. Um, but I think certain things are not social constructs. I think certain things are just natural biology and instincts, mm-hmm. right? Um, so with that being said, I do think there are certain double standards that exist. I'll give you an example. Okay. We, you and Jody are living together. Okay. You have a beautiful two story house and you guys are both sleeping upstairs. You hear a window crack or you hear a window get busted downstairs. Who's going downstairs? Neither of us. He's not dying. I've seen too many movies. I'm not being. I'm not going to be that widowed at like you know. Whenever we get married, I'm not going to be a widow at a young age. And he's not. No. no. Okay. I've seen too you... many scary movies. Neither of us are going down. I like that example. So but this... for me, no one's going down. So this guy. But is... ideally, the man would go down. Okay. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would hope someone goes down. <laughs> I would hope that someone uh, doesn't let this 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 thief possible killer ravaged around downstairs and we don't even know if this person is going or not oh you know what i'm gonna um, do i'm gonna shut my door and i'm gonna call the police i'm gonna wait what the fuck he can go rummage through my shit i'd rather have someone go rummage through my house than possibly hurt one of us okay well i know myself if someone's breaking in they're normally having a weapon not here uh I'm, if i'm if someone busts in my house i'm i got children to protect i got a dog that's gonna also react uh we're going downstairs. I don't know. I wouldn't want to go downstairs. It's and it might be a life or death situation, you know. Um, I think that's but I mean you already said it. That you said most situations demand. I think that's a natural double standard. I think men naturally are seen as, as the protector. As the primary protector. Mm-hmm. I think both women and men protect in their own ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like men, we're, we could be like, we're given more. I feel more like it's phys- more outer. It's like they protect more outer of the family, whereas women protect more inner of the family. Like, usually women are like the glue of the family. Nurturing. Very, yeah. Yeah, so like they're they're the glue that usually holds the family together. Mm-hmm. And they provide that way. Would you say provide or protect? I would say protect and both. Provide I, and protect, yeah. You, you got to protect. I feel like in order to provide, you would have to protect. Yeah. Protect, protection is something that you provide. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as women provide more inner of the family, which is why, like, I keep repeating myself. They're the glue. Men usually are the outer. Yeah. Dropped it. I did. That's all good. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree. Because, you know, there there are things that um, that why my wife is. Oh, shit. I got it. Uh, there are things that my wife naturally is really good at doing. Right. Or, or really good at understanding. Mm-hmm that it's a little bit difficult for me to grasp onto. I'll give you a good example of that, okay? Um, My daughter 
is very, very touchy-filly. Okay? I, I am a touchy-filly person, but only in a sensual way. So when it comes to, like, being touchy-filly with anybody for any other reason besides that, it's really uncomfortable for me. It's really hard. Besides Jasmine. Yeah. It's like, I'm not saying like, it's like, oh, I can't resist uh, being cinched. Like, no, it's like, I am like, I'm like one of those people where like, if someone comes up and hugs me, I just feel like fucking weird about it. It's like, don't, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't know you. Like, why are you touching me like that? Um, <laughs> I'm not saying like, I don't. No, I understand um, because I'm opposite. I, I, I love giving hugs. I'm a hug person. Yeah. So like, my family is. And, and so is, so is my wife, you know, like, I'm not saying like, I don't want to give hugs, but like, you it's know, not your territory as like, I as think. a father, I do understand that there's like a certain level of affection that I think daughters need from their fathers. I do. And that is one thing that I know for a fact, like I, I do struggle with, like I try to keep myself accountable, mm -hmm. you know, like make sure like, Hey, give, you know, give my da daughter hugs instead of her always coming up and running up and hugging daddy, you know, um, you know, like on the couch, like we'll watch a movie and like, I'll throw my arm over her, over her shoulder, you know, but it's something I have to do consciously. Um, my wife, it's natural, you know. You don't even think about it. Yeah, it's it's something that she just she does. They they sit on the couch and they cuddle up and and talk about whatever girls fucking talk about. <laughs> um, so there's a, a bigger expectation on her to do that. That's a double standard. Yeah, you know, it's a bigger expectation on her to be able to have a a different type of relationship with my daughter than I do. That's a double standard, and that's fair, right? I don't think, yeah, and I don't think it's like, I think that is a double standard. I don't think that needs to be a double standard in a relationship because I know that there are plenty of fathers, or fathers that are out there that are very, you know, affectionate and stuff like that with their kids, and I don't feel like that's wrong. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like that's wrong at all. But I do feel like that is a double standard. Right. So... Yeah, I agree, but I don't feel like it should be in every relationship. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, they they heavily exist in, in dating. You know, like, um, as a man, if I... Pay for the first take, date. Yeah, well, if I take a girl on a date, period, first date, second date, third date, I, I'm, I'm expecting to pay. It doesn't mean I'm always going to, okay? There's been times where, like, I've expected to pay, and the girl paid. Um, But, like, I just go into it expecting it. That's a double standard I... I accept, mm -hmm. you know, um, women do open the door, but they're, I mean, I'm not expecting it, but like, and, 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 and if I was walking in, in behind a woman, right. And she didn't hold the door open for me, my feelings are not hurt, but I feel like it's rude as a man. If I did it, see, I don't feel like that way at all. If, you know? if you're walking in front of me, man, woman, whatever you identify with, and you and you walk in and you don't leave the door open for someone that walks behind you. That is fucking rude. That's rude. Oh, and period. 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 I will Across judge. The board. I, yeah. Old old woman. She had to open the door for you. She had to hold it open for you. Mm, she probably can't. <laughs> but I'm talking about someone able. Okay. I'm talking about someone who's just normal. I don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, if she's Bitch, strong hold enough, open do hold the door open for me. I hold the door open for people all the time. If she's strong enough to open the door, she can keep it open a bit for you. I mean, the older you lady. Would for her. Yeah. No, I if mean, anything, I on. would walk over faster to grab the door for her so she could finish walking in. Exactly. 
I'm not talking about old people. I'm t- I'm talking about any yeah, anybody. Yeah. I'm talking I mean, about I'm talking about like younger bodied people. Like you're supposed to people. able. You're supposed to respect your elders and help them and stuff. But I'm t- someone my age, bitch. Hold that door open for me if I'm walking right behind you. Do not shut that in my face. Okay, shutting it different. Different. I'm talking about like you know they just casually walk through no. the door. Okay. I don't know. I just feel different. Or not even hold the door like open. Like you don't have to like hold the door open. But like, you know, when people stand there and they'll just like leave it open so it doesn't shut on them, they'll just put their hand there. That's fine too. That's perfectly fine. Rude people. <laughs> just rude. You, you know it's so funny. Um by the way, go go watch shit talk when you're when you're done with this. Um or listen to it. But we kind of talked about the story that, that happened on the news recently where a man pulled a gun on two women. For not holding, I mean, for, I'm, for not not catch, I'm not catching. I'm not catching. I'm not catching a case because a bitch don't open a door. <laughs> yeah. I'm not catching not a push, case at you're all. You're not pushing a hard line on that on that rule. You just, I'm gonna, Scott, I, no. You just turning up her lip and oh, fuck this bitch. I'm just judging her in my head. Uh, yeah, with the, I'm not going to jail because some other girl doesn't have manners. The fuck. <laughs> I know that's a crazy ass situation. That's just as crazy as when the whole Popeyes um, chicken sandwich thing happened. Um, one of the stores ran out. One of the customers got like the last one. And the guy pulled out his gun and shot him, killed him. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You didn't they hear about that? No. Yeah, this dude, because he didn't get a chicken sandwich and someone else did, he shot the guy and killed him. Wow. I'm surprised you didn't hear about that. That's just, it's, that's that's stupid shit. Just Some, because. Somehow, <laughs> somehow ratchetness sometimes misses me. That's fucking ratchet. That's just horrible. Over a chicken sandwich. Come on, y'all. We got to do better than that. For I'm not for real, though. Look. I mean, if you're going to go to jail, make it worth your fucking while. Not for yeah. some chicken. Could you imagine explaining that? Like, yeah, kill this nigga over chicken sandwich. Shot him cold I mean, blooded. I can't say it like that, but yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, move, let's move on. Now, and one of the reasons, too, why I wanted to uh, bring that up, because... One of the other areas where I do believe that double standards exist and they rightfully should um, is expectations, boundaries, and all that. And we'll and we'll kind of touch on those things um, on the menu. But you heard about the Salt Bay situation, right? Yeah. Okay. So those of you who don't know, Salt Bay is uh, the guy or the chef. Sorry, famous I'm gonna, meme. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna make him. I'm not gonna demote him like that. He's a chef, okay, professional chef, who was famous for very, very passionately. <laughs> uh, That's a good way to put it. Put preparing it. his meat. That <laughs> is salting it. You know, he yeah, he does that little the little shit like this. You yes. know, saying salts his meat and then he spanks it like it's been a bad woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. Okay, um, so what happened at the restaurant? That guy. So a couple. <laughs> Goes to his restaurant to eat. That's what they know. Which, actually, I am thinking about going to his restaurant. I believe it's in New York. And me and my wife are going to New York for, for our anniversary. But anyways. Are you um, going this year? Yeah, we're going. Uh, we work at the tickets and everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know about that. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a magnet. Okay. I'll bring you a magnet. I want a magnet from New York. Really want. Um, <laughs> but they were <laughs> at a, on a date. And by the way, so just a preface. This is our married couple this is not boyfriend girlfriend type shit this is a married couple that's been married for 10 years okay and they go to his restaurant on a date and when salt bay comes over who is the head chef this is his restaurant and apparently this is something that he does now 
Here's another little detail. The average table price at his restaurant is $1,000, okay? Just throwing that out there, okay? So the average table price is $1,000. So when he came over and he serves, he usually serves all of his guests personally, which is, I think it's a pretty cool experience, right? Yeah, you get the um, whole, like, every, you get everything. Yeah. So he comes over and he's very passionate, preparing, you know, passionately preparing <laughs> to meet for this couple. And he gets the meat on the knife and he's about to flick it in the wife's mouth. And mind you, the wife is, you know, she's, Hands on the table, mouth wide open, looking at it like a <laughs> like a puppy dog about to get a treat. Like or, a good piece of meat. Or Same. like something else that's very, very sexual. Okay. <laughs> so while she, he was about to do that, the husband said, nah, we good. You know, we can feed ourselves, put the meat down, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Salt Bay graciously put the meat down, pushed it in front of them so that way they can eat their food and left. Went about his business, took his thousand dollars and... It was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. The internet went on an uproar. Probably as they always the, do. This fuck up. And the issue that the internet had with this situation was that they felt like this man was very insecure, that this was an insecure action. Um, some people even went as far as to say that he, that this is a sign of abuse. That that this man is possibly abusive and, um, you know, so on and so forth. And there was a lot of ridiculous comments, but we'll get more into the comment section. Now, I just want to hear your take, how you feel about that situation. I feel like he is insecure. Okay. If you're paying for the, if you're going to that restaurant, you're paying for the, you're paying for the experience. You know that's like what comes with it. You know how what he is, what he does. Yeah. And then you go and be like, "Nah, I'm not doing this." Okay. Like, what the fuck? I don't think it's abuse. Yeah, he that's did, wild. He, she wanted to. He didn't. He disagreed with her actions. I don't think I wouldn't consider that abuse. Okay. Let me let me ask you this: um, Is it always wrong to be insecure? Like, are there certain things that make you feel insecure that you probably should feel insecure about? I'll give you. I'll give you some. Yeah, give me an example. I'll give you an example. Okay, um, I'm. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm like you know, like really struggling with, um, with like my weight, but I am 240 pounds, and when I look at myself, there are things that I feel insecure about. Honestly, sometimes, not often, but sometimes, I look at other guys my age, which I'm 30 years old, and when they're fit. I'm like, damn, I really let myself go. I feel insecure about it. Is that a bad insecurity? No, I think, I truly believe that we do feel certain emotions for a reason. You know, some emotions can be triggered for negative reasons that are not self-serving, but then there are emotions that are triggered for a self-serving reason. For Like, for example, fear, right? You may get scared of something, because your body is telling you, get the fuck out. This is a dangerous situation. Leave, right? So sometimes my insecurities make me look in the mirror about things that I want to change about myself. And it's not because anybody else is making me feel that way, but it's because that's just how I feel, right? So the question was, do all, are, are all insecurities bad? Do you believe that all insecurities are bad? Um, yes, I do. 
Okay. Insecurities bring you down and they can trigger negative thoughts. And yeah, that can make you want to change. But I don't know. I think insecurities are bad to have. Mm. I think you should be confident with yourself. And I'm not saying it's, and it's not easy. Now me saying that, I do have insecurities myself and I don't like them. You know? That's almost like, like in line kind of like with the, like toxic positivity though. You know, like, like you sh truthfully guys, like you should feel bad about stuff. Like there are certain things you, you shouldn't be feeling bad about, but there are certain things that you should actually feel bad about. There's things that you should like want to change, you know, like that you should like want to look at. But, but that's, that's kind of like off the, the point. What I, my stance on this situation is I do believe that he may have stepped a little overboard, especially if he had known that this is what happens at this restaurant. He does. He's paying $1,000. There's no way he doesn't. You know, there's a lot of restaurants where you can spend $1,000, especially when we're talking about steakhouses. Especially when we're talking about... I call bullshit. Bullshit. No, he knew. He knew. There's no way he did not know. I'm not saying... Oh, that's not true. But I'm not saying that he didn't know. And I'm not saying that he did. What I'm saying is, in the chance of him not knowing, right? Let's say... Let's say his wife knew about this relation, about this, about this restaurant. And she's like, yeah, babe, I really want to go to this restaurant because Salt Bay works there. Salt Bay's restaurant. And he doesn't know who Salt Bay is because not everyone's on the internet. By the way, once again, this is a couple who's been married for 10 years. So I'm going to guess that they're probably in their 40s, right? Not everybody in their 40s or is hip to what's happening on social media. Right. So let's say <laughs> you OK. Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, let's say the husband is not fully aware of what that means. Salt Bay. Right. So they go to the restaurant and they're there. They're having a good time. Chef comes over. He's like, oh, this is a dope ass experience. Chef's going to feed us personally. And he picks up the food and wife has her mouth all open, ready to be served. Personally. If I did not know that was happening, I would be offended, personally. And if someone were to call me insecure about that, sure, go go ahead, be it. I mean, fine. But there are certain things that make women insecure. So why is it wrong when a man feels insecure about something, right? Like, I, I tend to feel like whenever... It's a double standard. It, it is a double standard. And this is one where I do believe it is unfair. Because when, when men typically are insecure about something, they get called controlling, they get called abusive, they get called, you know, unconfident, they get called a beta, which to be honest with you, I, I mean, I, I don't know about everybody else, but, you know, when you enter a relationship, there are things that are for single people and there are things that are for married people. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I'm gonna do is allow some other man to sexualize my wife. I'm not finna let that happen, right? So like, if I didn't know uh, as a man that this chef is supposed to come over and feed my wife, the way I'm viewing this situation is this guy's coming over and he's passionately cooking this food and about to very passionately toss wife, you know, food in my wife's mouth and she's all, you know, got her mouth all open like she's about to take a cum shot. Like, nah, like that's, that's that's too much. And, and that would be a boundary that would feel very, very crossed. Um, I think that 
maybe social media doesn't have all the details, which kind of makes like, you know, viral, viral sensations or viral media kind of like crazy. But then again, if, if I'm being 100% honest, I do believe he did know. Here's why. The phone was out. Recording. Yeah. He was recording. That's a good point. He was recording. Right. So. <laughs> no, I just like went full, full fucking circles. I just had, to, I just had to like make that point that it's okay for men to feel insecure. It's okay. It is. It's okay. For, I definitely think he was insecure. Yeah, I, it's okay for men to feel insecure about about things that maybe a woman wouldn't feel insecure about. Okay, but just um, because you have insecurities doesn't mean everyone has to accept them and that they're okay. You can feel your insecurities, but it doesn't always make them like right. You know what I mean? He was wrong for stopping that. He, he was wrong. Yeah. His insecurity was if, wrong. If he knew, he was wrong. If he didn't know, no. I did the exact same thing. I did the exact same thing. Like you, you I would have been I would have I would have been mad at you. Here's and, the thing. Here's the thing. I would rather talk about it later in private than bring it up in in public. Mm -hmm. So if I was a dude, I'd let her finish and then I would have a talking to her if it upset me after, but I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah, do I'm, that in public. I, you know, and that's, you know, like one of the things I guess where men really differ is like that that spring into action defensive mentality, you know, like to once again to protect things, right? Uh, like that's a to me that's a threat. Like that's the equivalent of like some man smacking my wife's ass, you know? Like that's sexual. You're like, going to this restaurant knowing what's going to happen, right? No, no, him. He's wrong. That guy's wrong, right? Like yeah. because he knew about the situation, obviously because he recorded it. But a guy who didn't know, like that, he's not. He wouldn't be wrong for stopping that situation. He I think so. He, he wouldn't be wrong for feeling bad, like feeling some type of way about it. Uh, and I don't. I don't. Hold on. I don't think it's wrong that he felt some type of way. Yeah. But I don't. I would be upset if he were to stop and cause a scene in public. You know that was a thing though. Like he. She respected. He thing, didn't. No. He didn't. He she did. she respected him, but he didn't really cause a scene. Like, like it wasn't like he caused a scene at his table, like within his table. The three people that were there were a part of the scene, but it like it wasn't like it turned into like this screaming match or this yelling match where he was like berating Salt Bay, and everybody at other tables turned around and were looking at the you know the commotion that was going on. Like that. That's not like what happened. It was, it happened at the table. And even like the way Salt Bay acted was very professional. You know, like it, it was. Well, of course he's not, a, he, he has no right to get mad. Right. But it was, you know, I would even go a step further. It almost seemed as if in some way he understood and even respected it. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, almost like, you know, hey, that's cool. I get it. You don't want, you know, me to toss food in your wife's mouth. I'm fine with that. He didn't go, well, hey, ma'am, or, or hey, sir. Well, it's, if that's what she wants, then I'm going to do it. Ma'am, is that what you want? Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been, like, confrontational. That would have been someone not understanding. and just... That would have been a dumb movie, either way to do something like that, whether <laughs> know, it's respecting or not. That's how you turn it into, like, a whole ass fight. Um, I, I just feel like, um, yeah, I, I just feel like one of the double standards that shouldn't exist is I think men oftentimes, whenever we set boundaries, because women don't agree with them, they're viewed as controlling. But women have lots of boundaries for men. There are a lot of things that men are not supposed to do or shouldn't be doing while they're in a committed relationship. 
that maybe we don't understand or maybe we just accept. But sometimes there's like that acceptance that I don't feel like men get, you know, when it comes to like what we say is a boundary. One of mine, once again, is like, I won't let anyone sexualize my wife. That's that's my wife. No one can smack her on the ass. I'm not going to let her with her mouth wide open. Someone throw shit in it like she's some fucking puppy. Like, no, nah, I'm good. If we if we paid a thousand dollars for it. Cool. We doing that because <laughs> we paid a thousand dollars for it. But um, no, otherwise, I'm good. I sexualize myself. So, I mean. And if, I, my, my, my man knows that mm-hmm. he has no problem with it. Yeah. And if, if that's like a boundary within your relationship, that's fine. Yeah. So I yeah. don't honestly don't think something like that would bug him. Even if he didn't know about it, it might, it might bug him. That he didn't know, but I don't think you would get upset or stop it. Yeah. And that's, and that's where what you're doing is validated. Maybe mm-hmm. to an extent. I mean, if it's, a, if it's a sepsis, like if he's upset about it, then maybe you should look further into it. Like, cause like, you know, one of the things that I read in the comments was probably the, the biggest thing that everyone was complaining about was that this man, her husband um, of 10 years has robbed her of an experience. Okay. That's facts. Okay. So when you get into a, like one of my biggest beasts with modern dating is that people want to do single people stuff in committed relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like the equivalent of sticking your hand on the stove to see how hot it can get before you get burned, right? It's like, how far can we take this before someone gets hurt and now the relationship is soured and we have to end things, right? I don't, I personally don't believe, especially within my relationship, that the expectation as a single person is the same expectation that I should be carrying into my relationship. There are certain experiences that I may have gotten as a single person or may not have that will never probably come true. And that's okay because I signed up to commit to a person, to be faithful to a person and also to not do anything that's detrimental to our relationship um, <laughs> that's it, to each that's to each their own relationship abs- own. absolutely you know one of the things that people tend to forget is that in order for cheating to happen and this you know when we talked about cheating right in order for cheating to happen you have to put yourself in situations where cheating can happen you can't cheat if, if you're not able to cheat right but if you're if you're playing with fire you're gonna get the, burned you're gonna get burned right um and that's why it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to, to, and, and women may not understand men's boundaries, but it's, I think we have to do a better job of trying to understand them. You know, you may miss out on some experiences. I will, I've been to a strip club once, but if I ever wanted to go again, it's not going to happen. My wife has made it very clear. That's not something that she'd be okay with. That's and that's sad. No, it's not. Why is that sad? Wait, wait, you mean to tell me it's sad to not go to a strip club to see naked women versus spending the life, spending the rest of my life with someone who makes me a better person, who I get to build a a whole empire with? I'll take that any day. So going to a strip club one night is going to ruin that empire? No, no, no. I'm willing to give up that for someone who I fucking love. 
if Jody wanted to go to a strip club every once in a while, it wouldn't bug me at all. And that's fine. Go, go look at these titties that are up to and, their and, sh- and, their fucking shoulders. Like and that's fuck. and that's fine. He's coming home to me at the end of the night. And that is fine. That's that's within your relationship, and mm-hmm. that's with your boundaries. But truthfully, I mean, not Jasmine. I almost called you Jasmine. Truthfully, Megan. Like, I mean, I, and I, I say this like amongst the guys, and which is why, like, you know, we, we talk about this like all the time off camera. I, I do want like a, a second uh, like woman host because, you know, I think that there's a good opportunity for your guys' opinions to outshine mine. That's what I really want. Um, but my prerequisite is I want a woman like you. You're, but you are very unique. You're very comfortable in your skin. You are. Very. But that's not everybody's reality. It's not average. That's, that's not, you're, you're a very different type of woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think to to like blanket as everyone should be like that would be wrong because everyone has their own experiences. Everyone has their own beliefs. Um, but as like <clears throat> right now and when we in modern dating in the dating circle, women dominate it. Right. Yeah. And because women dominate it, they have all the power. And a lot of times they have a lot of the powers when it comes to decision-making as well, which is something I do find unfortunate. I do think it should be more balanced, but it it is pretty uneven right now. A lot of times men have to be okay with what women want and conform to that. Mm -hmm. I agree. But it should be both ways. Mm -hmm. There are boundaries that men set that, that they want to be respected. But a lot of times there are men who pretend to be okay with things that truly aren't not. They they've pretended to be okay with it, so they don't lose that person or something. Yeah, and it's like a it's like a game of forever cat and mouse. Like, how could I keep this person? This person could do what they want, live experiences, go on, you know, go on trips where they're going to, you know, male strip clubs and stuff, and you know, and and meeting other you know men on the trips and going on casual dates and shit like that. Like, no, nah, that's not cool. That's not cool. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not cool. Girls do it all the time. They do it all the time. Where they, they go on trips, right? They'll meet some locals. They happen to be guys. The locals show them around town the whole trip, right? So every day on the trip, they're spending time with those guys. That's, that's to me, that's like dating. It is like dating. Right? But, but, that's, but that would be ruining their experience, right? But that person's not being loyal at that point if they're doing something like that. So I, what's the difference between that and the strip club? You can't really touch a stripper. They're just there for money. <laughs> they don't want to fuck you at the end of the night. They want your money. If you're gonna, that's true. They do want your money, but ex- some were willing to fuck you for your money. From- well, then that's when that's when being loyal comes into play. You should be able to be in a situation like that and be loyal. But There's you, plenty here, of people who live a lifestyle but, like that are loyal. Not everyone that goes to a strip club is a cheater. But here we go once again. How long can we keep our hand on the stove till we get burned? You get what I'm saying? It's like, all right. I know this potentially could happen, but my partner's not like the, uh, these other guys, right? He's not going to give in to his instincts. He's not going to give in to temptation, which everybody gives in to t- temptation. Shit, I'm trying to lose weight. Fuck, I'm hungry. Even though I got food at home, McDonald's is right there. I'm gonna get McDonald's. Temptation, gave in, done, right? It, it, it happens. I just, I don't know. I, I just feel like, um, as I've already said, like, it's okay to set boundaries. 
There is a clear line between boundaries and insecurity, but even then, we have to understand the insecurity. Yeah. What you were saying earlier about, like, everyone has their own boundaries and everything, and I was saying it was sad. Mm-hmm. Everyone can have their own boundaries. Whether I think they're, they're good boundaries or healthy boundaries or whatever, that's a whole different story. <clears throat> everyone can have boundaries and, and it's fine, but whether I think they're good boundaries is... Okay. That's how I feel about that. I, I think that's just a... Def- define good boundaries. Um, you and I have good boundaries. We're like basically best friends. We have good, we have boundaries. Okay. Like, I don't know how to, exp- I don't know how to explain that. Okay. Just de- describe a bad boundary. What would be a bad boundary? This, okay. Describe a bad boundary that you think you may have. Oh, I'm always right. So I don't feel like anything I think is wrong. So is that a boundary or is that a, is that a character flaw? I'm just... It's not a character flaw. <laughs> okay. I was just being sarcastic, and you totally just took it to another no, level. I, no, Here we I, go. Okay, I Asshole thought, I, Prentice back again. I was taking it as you were throwing that out there as one of your boundaries. Like, yeah. I have to be always right. I don't know. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. I was just being... I was just being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't... Jody and I really don't have to talk about a lot of boundaries. We kind of just flow. We really don't do anything to where we have to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will. Yeah, and, but I'm, as I'm not, of right okay. now. And and I like I love your guys' relationship. I'm not. I don't, I don't want you guys to ever think like I think anything ill, and I think bad or hopes for something bad to happen. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying as a person who's who's been with. A, another person in a successful relationship. I'm sure you guys have a successful relationship and was married. Um, there will come a point where things change. And I'm not talking about like the relationship. I'm talking about what the you dynamic. feel like is okay and what mm-hmm. is not okay. Those those things do change. Because yeah. they, they change as you change. They change as your body changes. And your perspective on views change and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, like... Um, I'll give you a, a good example of that would be even me and your friendship, right? Um, actually, me and my friendship with all of my female friends, right? At the beginning of me and my wife's relationship, she was extremely comfortable, extremely comfortable with me having relationships with other women, friendships, okay? Um, she didn't have any type of insecurity, and she was very honest. She was very open. She met all of my friends. Mm-hmm. I think you were the last one of the last ones for her to meet, but she met all of my friends. I, I did that on purpose. But even after she met all of my friends, as time went on, as her body changed, and as she started to feel differently about herself, it started to also affect how she felt about our friendships. It wasn't like she didn't want me to be friends anymore. But there were points where she was having moments of insecurities, moments of who, you know, like, is this person providing something that I, is is this person providing something that I have not provided, right? That honestly is normal. That, that, 
type of stuff happens. You know, I've had my own insecurities. You know, like as as I've gotten older, you know, and it's something I've talked about on the on the podcast before. As I've gotten older, my sex drive has changed. Right? And all, and weirdly, you know, it's funny cuz like when we when we first got together, her sex drive was here, mine was high. And now it's 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 you know, flopped. And as a man, you always feel like it's your duty to please sexually, right? Like, I guess, like for men, we're judged. We feel judged by money, how much money we make, what we do for a living, our physical stature, and how big our dick is. <laughs> it's true. It's like, that's, that's what makes men feel like men. If you lined up 50 men, the guy with the smallest dick is going to feel the smallest in the room. I mean, do you just show each other your dick? No. You guys do that in guys a room? don't do that shit. You guys just stand around and be like, hey, saying, look at this. I'm just saying. Whoa, if we did man. It for, if I we can did fit it for, all in my hand, man. If we did it for research purposes only. <laughs> Everyone just in a circle doing a helicopter move. Woo, who, has the, who has the biggest wingspan? <laughs> there you go. My bitch needs two hands and a mouth. I eat you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like that's... That, that that's it you know like so like as those things start to change because your physical stature will change you know you you guys you will put on some weight or get harder to keep the weight off uh your sex drive will change all those things do happen um you start to have insecurities about it yeah but they're not good no but you you have to respect them you do mm. you don't really mm. so so i think it depends on the insecurity so in order to make a relationship work, guys, you have to listen to your partner. You have to listen to how they feel. Yeah, like if your partner has like those insecurities and you don't listen to those insecurities, it's not going to make them better, right? So you have to kind of learn how to cope with them until they do get better. Like, so there, there will be things that will need to change, right? Like, truthfully, and I, I say this because I love you guys i really do hope honestly the best and that you guys get to that you know that point that we all want you to get to oh um, we're gonna we're gonna get married cool cool you, you gotta you have to learn how to ride the waves you do you, you have to be okay with the changes you and have to I be under, okay I with some of the changes that are gonna come you know I, under, I get that yeah no i get that um but like i've had insecurities where They've been crazy insecurities and I need to get over them. And I've gotten over them myself. Like, okay. like what? Um, so like when Jody and I first started dating, mm -hmm. it would freak me out when he wouldn't text me. Like, like sometimes he would sleep in or he would be late for work. So he wouldn't text me in the morning. Okay. It's huge insecurity that I thought, you know, he wasn't, he didn't want to talk to me no more. Mm -hmm. But then he would text me later. It was just like, it was just a, like, I'm not going to go to him every time I feel like that. Yeah. Did you ever talk to him about it? No. Never. So this mm -hmm. is the first time he's ever heard about this. I just asked, no, we don't really have, I mean, we haven't had, I don't think we've had a conversation about it. So this is, so to confirm, this is the first time he's ever hearing about this. So what I'm, what I'm asking, I'm not saying like you had this com long conversation and then he corrected it. I'm, I'm not asking about that. I'm saying like, you've actually openly talked about this insecurity that you had with him. No, no. This is so. This is the first time he's ever heard it. I don't know how to say that because no, we haven't had a con we haven't had a conversation about it. No, no, we haven't. Oh, okay. Oh. We've had a conversation um, when we go to, like for now when we date like sometimes if he doesn't text me goodnight, 
it used to be a problem because he would just stop texting me randomly. Mm-hmm. And so I it was I was like, you can, you can tell me a good night, motherfucker. And so I had to talk with him about that. But as far as like in the morning goes, no, because he would and eventually text me and I would calm the fuck down. I'd be like, why am I being like this? Oh, okay. It's just something that I got over and I accepted. So some days when he doesn't text me in the morning, like now I don't freak out about it at all. But like once I got used to it, it wasn't something I brought up to him. Yeah. Certain, I think people do. I feel like inse- everyone gets insecurities, but I feel like some people's insecurities are not valid. They're they're just they're irrational. Is right. is, is, is and, what they are. And talking your ab- partner doesn't have to accept all your irrational insecurities. That's true. And and talking about them doesn't mean that we're accepting them. Yeah, just talking about them doesn't mean exactly. And that's and that's like more or less what I was asking about. Like if this was the first time Jody's hearing about it. Because you could have talked about it or just mentioned it and, you know, just mentioning it could could, could go a long way. Um, I do believe that one thing that couples should do, which will really help your relationship, is talk, talk, talk about anything. You, sh- you should be able to talk about your feelings mm-hmm. about something. Like if you're insecure about something, whether you're even acknowledging that it doesn't make any sense. I've done that. There's been times where I'm like, hey, babe, like I... I know it's not this, but this is how I'm feeling about this. Talk some sense into me. And then she talks some sense to me, and I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right. I already knew that, but, you know. Jody here and we I are. haven't had to cross that bridge yet. Okay. He's very accepting of who I am and, like, what I do. And, like, I don't do anything bad. I'm not saying, like, I, he just accepts for whatever, like, bad stuff. But, like, he accepts that I'm, I mean, at the end of the day, provocative. He, he, he accepts that he, he is fine with that. We haven't had to have, any talks about anything. I mean, he, he said he'd help me start an OnlyFans. Like, he's pretty accepting of who I am and everything. So, like, we haven't had to have that talk as far as, like, his insecurities. But we have had talks about some insecurities that I have had. So... Yeah, that's good. And that's healthy. Yeah, I know. We communicate very well. I mean, there'll be times where if he's, you know, grumpy or something, I'll call him out. But it's not rude. And then yeah. we ju- and we just talk about like you know what's like what how he's feeling and stuff. I don't know. We have a really good relationship. I'm not trying to brag or anything. Or, no, you should. You should. Honestly, you should want to brag. I've never had a relationship. Well, yeah. some people don't like to hear it when when you're when you're in, in an unhappy situation. Sometimes you don't want to hear when people are in a good situation. Yeah. I've had that recently. And, and you, you know, also too, um, most people don't want to hear about your happy new relationship. Because they probably think, oh, it's not going to last. It's not just that. Like, you know, the honeymoon phase is a very, very real thing. It's not just like some made up term where people are like, oh, yeah, you're an honeymoon phase. Like, no, it's, 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 there's a scientific reason. There's a scientific reason for why you feel the way you do during that phase. Butterflies. Dopamine. Butterflies. It's, it's a chemical in your body, right? You release it when you're happy. And when you get into a new relationship, you are very happy. And your body is just overcharged with dopamine. And what ends up happening is you have, you you get tolerant to your dopamine, right? It's like, think of it like this. Think of it like. It's like a drug. It's like when you don't get it, then things start to change. And that's when the real person comes out. Or you've done it so many times, it no longer gets you high. Yeah. And you now are chasing the next high. That's why people are serial daters. They just constantly are in and out of relationships. They like that high as soon as it's gone. They're yeah. out. Yeah, they 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 love the high of, of getting into a relationship and going on the dates and finding they have out some about somebody. They have some deep, and deep then, issues, people like that. 
Yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're Internally addicted to their to their emotions, and that's it. They last call. They just go based off of that. Um, hold on, Barton. Before we do the last call, let's do um, let's do one true for one or two true for nows, and um, and we'll get to the last call. I got a couple good ones here. Okay. All right. How do you guys feel about this one? Coming from Agaba influencer. Don't fall in love. If you are broke. Haven't we had this one before? Ooh, you know what? I might have I might have sent you a double. It's okay. We can edit that out. Or we can just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> okay. I got one here from uh, Jazz Cats. <laughs> Men are so mean when they're angry. Like, please, let me get away from you. Are men angry? <laughs> are men, Re- men... Repeat it, bartender. Men are so mean when they're angry. Like, please let me get away from you. That's like abusive. She sounds like she's been in an abusive situation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to laugh. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm I'm, like, it's it. Yeah. That doesn't sound healthy because, like, I mean, it, I mean, women. On honestly, sometimes women are worse when arguing. Women won't let you go, and they use that. They use the card. You know. Oh, you know. What are you gonna do to me? I'm a woman. Right. Blah blah blah. You can't hit me. Um, I find actually a lot more time that it's a lot more women that are confrontational like that, that, you know, let me get away. I've been like that in the past before where I've been arguing with my ex. Mm-hmm. And you've been daring him to And he you. wanted to, he had, he had the audacity to want to leave. And I said, no, well, you're not leaving and we're going to continue this conversation. And we kept arguing. Um, that sounds It wasn't healthy. Magical. Looking back at it now, I, sh- I should have just let him go to cool down. But at the time... I was like, fuck no, you're not leaving. And I know I'm not the only woman who's been like that. No. And, and I mean, I was younger. I wouldn't do that now. But I know that there are women of all ages that still do shit like that. Yeah. And there's, I mean, to Jazz Cat's tweet. Um, I would say, I would say, I would say no. I don't agree yeah, with that. I, I feel like people in general are angry. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think this is a very generalized statement. A narcissist is going narcissist. I don't even feel you like know? that's a generalized uh, state. I don't even feel like that's generalized because that sounds abusive. That sounds like you're in an abusive relationship. That's not generalized. Men aren't like that normally. Right, which, which is a generalization. That is literally a generalization where she's taking her experience and, and going across the board. She's going everyone's across the like board. That. Yeah, men are, okay. are angry when they're, or mean when they're angry. Um, truthfully, most people are pretty not nice when they're angry. But you know, but um, a lot of people aren't like not gonna let you out the room if you're arguing yeah, or anything. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's definitely a, a very fine line, very very fine line, uh, between abusive and or well, yeah, abusive and enraged. Right, one could be enraged and upset, and maybe be a little mean. You know, maybe. But they're gonna let maybe, you leave the room. They're not gonna stop you. Yeah, maybe say something that that they wish they hadn't. Um, I mean, let's not act like everyone's walking on water here, you know. Um, but abusive, abusive. There's a. I mean, it's. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's crazy. A, like I said, it's a fine line. That line gets crossed pretty, pretty easily, you know, from enraged to abusive, and that, and that line gets crossed when you start putting hands on people, when you start not allowing people, people to go, when it's insult after insult yeah. after insult after insult. When somebody is trying to de-escalate a situation and you're taking that as a cue to take it even further. 
uh, which, you know, some people do that. They, they don't like when situations get de-escalated for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it's, don't, there's, there's a, don't, don't be abusive guys. Yeah. Don't be abusive women. I would say, I would say no it's to okay. that, to that truth or not. It's okay to be angry, but don't, don't cross that line. You got another one for us, bartender? Yeah. I certainly do. Last one. One from Tracy Jackson. Ooh. Oh. If your absence hey, brings me peace, I didn't lose you. If your absence brings me peace, I didn't lose you. Is that our Tracy? Yeah. The one we know? Mm-hmm. Hi, Tracy. What's up, Tracy? Um, yeah, that's facts. That's straight up facts. If I agree. You, if your abs if your absence brings me peace, I didn't lose you. Yeah, it's no. I never had you. You know, like like if if being in any type of relationship with you, whether it's a friendship or, you know, like a romantic one was detrimental to me, then I never really had you. You know what I mean? Like we were never But you don't think you but you don't clearly think that in the situation. No. No. You think you, about that after fact. You know, it's funny. You, you you either think about it after the fact or you think about it after the fact that they try to step back into your life, right? Like when someone like, you know, like when, when you have like that person that you've cut out and then they try to message you and you get that feeling like, ugh, you know, like, you know, like that, that yuck feeling. And then now you're like the whole time you're like, fuck. I haven't felt that feeling in a while. Like when my ex messages me, yeah. I get that feeling. Ick. Ugh. Yeah. You know, I got, I got people who I don't, you know, talk to anymore. And then they pop up like nothing happened. And I was like, well, come on. What you doing? What I'd you be doing? that person though with inbox. Hey, nah. how you doing? Yeah, I've but had, I don't do it to people I'm I, not friends with. This usually people I haven't seen in a long time. I've had plenty of people do that. I've had, God damn. I've had so many exes do that. That's, it's sickening. But, um, yeah. No, you didn't lose them. It's uh, you're good. You're golden. Keep I agree. Doing what you're I, doing. I agree with Tracy. Yep. Get the fuck out of my life. You weren't benefiting me anyway. There you go. If anything, you're bringing me down. Yeah. If your if your presence doesn't it, it doesn't affect my life. Um, with you being gone, you know, like um, hold on, let me re- let me rephrase that because it sounds so good in my head. Um. Mm, never mind. I well, lost it. No, and just to add on though, um, make sure as I always say, most of my comments or most of my or our episodes, make sure you do also look within. You know, try to look at what maybe you have done because I'm not gonna. Once I know you always do that, uh, and and you, Megan, you gotta learn, <laughs> you gotta learn that there's always there's always room for improvement, always. Okay, so look within. I'm not saying that you blame yourself for everything. What I'm saying is there is always something that could have been done better. And if you do that, your perspectives will always grow and your maturity will be embellished. Do that. Um, I do not agree with that, like, whatsoever. And that's okay. That's okay. Like, I don't agree, I don't agree with that at all. You don't always have to improve what you're doing. Okay. You don't. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, bartender, you got that last call for us? Quick. The world is ending. 
in one hour. Oh, there's apocalyptic. What are you doing with your time? Saying goodbye to my family and probably going to get some dick. If the world's going to end, I'm going to get dick down. She's going to hunt it down like the predator. Well, obviously, if the world was ending right now, I'd be, I would be with Jody. So I'd get, I would, I would, I would say goodbye to my family. You know, a little quickie, and then go hang out with my family. The world's ending. What the fuck are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Prentice, with this? What are you gonna do? Um. I don't have kids you know, either. You would probably hang out with your kids and family. I don't have kids. Yeah, I definitely. Hop in a car um, with my kids and my wife. Probably go to the Grand Canyon. You have one Break. hour. You know, it's not realistic. You We're have one, about one hour. You said oh, one, one hour. hour. Hmm. I don't know. I'd ask my kids. They they had the shortest life out of all of us, so uh, I'd ask them what they'd want to do in that hour. That's fair. And. Whatever they wanted to do, I'd be okay with. If they just wanted to, I don't know, watch uh, fucking Frozen, <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I mean, I care. I care so much I would do it. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah, well, I have, like, the X-rated answer, and you have, like, the wholesome answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, not, I can't be the only one that's not gonna want to get some that's not want to get laid before the world ends. I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, no, you're definitely not the only one. You're looking at me like I am. I didn't look at you like you look at me like I'm crazy. I, okay, you know what it was? It what? was the phrase "go get dick." Uh, go find some dick. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said I'm gonna get dick down. I swear you, you said go find no, some dick. No, you yes, said you, you said I'm gonna go find some dick. That's <laughs> why I said you were hunting for it because you said you're gonna find yeah, it. You said I'm gonna go find some dick. I like, so you gonna hunt it down, like, down, eh? I was like, oh shit! I thought you already had some. I dick. mean, if I'm single, <laughs> and if I'm single, what the fuck not? Multi-billion personality. We're all dying in an hour. Who gives a fuck? I do. No one's going to care after that hour. That's okay. It's not about that. It's about, you know, I'm not trying to prolong this episode. Do you know what situational ethics, situational ethics is? Um, no, but from, from what it sounds like, it's just certain, like, you know, certain like morals and stuff are okay in certain situations. Yeah. It's, Hey, um, nobody's watching. Nobody's here to check. I'm going to take an extra couple dollars here. Um, I don't really care for people. <laughs> that's a hor That's a horrible example. No, that's situational ethics. That's that's it's what situational ethics is the opposite of integrity. Uh, integrity is doing the right thing even when no one's watching, right? So even when you're going to die in an hour, I mean, I'm I'm going to do the right thing. And says so I'm going to go out. Good for you. Yeah. No one's going to give a fuck after everyone's dead. That's I'm going to get dicked down and I'm be fine. I'm going to be happy while the world's ending. Good job. Why are you patronizing me? I'm not patronizing. You are so patronizing me. Am I? Yeah, the way... Yeah, you are. I'm not trying to... Uh, what's the word? Devalidate your, your desire. 
I, I, I mean, all I can say. I think I'm just grumpy. Honestly, I think I'm just taking everything personal today. I've had a really difficult day. So I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. We talked about it earlier. That's right. Yeah. Oh. I had. Um, I'm trying to walk a fine line yeah. between like saying I don't agree versus just validating what you how you feel about what you would I'd rather do. have you argue with me. You saying just okay it just makes me feel like it's like... I mean, I accept, I accept you. No! <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's not what this show's if, about. If You're not supposed to accept me. We're supposed to argue back and forth. If, if that's what you want to do, We gotta Megan, end the show. We're God, prolonging I, I still, it. I still love you to death. You can go ahead and find some dick on your last hour. <laughs> go get dick down. So, um, <laughs> that is the happy hour. If you've been watching us, make sure you subscribe, comment, make sure you comment. Uh, like and if you're listening make sure you leave a review god damn it um <laughs> just let us know how we're doing even if it's bad tell us what you you know you please, wish please it could change please absolutely i mean we like we like talking so i mean but we you know critique here and there isn't bad no i love so just let us know i love criticism so give it to yeah. me let's do it yeah. i'm here for it have a good night good night guys Peace.